Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Veronica. And this is the Chick Lit Book Club Podcast, where we read a romance novel and then we talk about it. Today, we're talking about Friends Without Benefits by Penny Reed. Oh, Veronica, how are you, my dear? <laughs> Doing just fine, Ray. How are you? Oh, it's been one of those weeks. One of those weeks. It was Christmas. It was. You're right. It was Christmas. Did you have a nice Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. It was different, you know? Yeah. We um, we did, uh, like, Zoom calls and or FaceTime or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, to open presents with our family, uh, our respective families. So there were... There was more than one Zoom call, and uh, I now entirely understand why people say that they have Zoom fatigue at the oh, end of their workday. Yeah. Because it's just like, God, after an hour and a half of the first one, I was just like, guys, I need brunch. I'm yeah. hungry. Yeah. We're just staring at each other. And if you don't, if you weren't drinking either, correct? Not not at that point. No, you For need the second alcohol. One, yeah. Yes. For the second one, we had mimosas. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yes. Of course, that was like maybe more socially acceptable because it was like 2 p.m., but also it's Christmas. So it's it's Christmas. Okay. Guess what? I'm on vacation, so it's like, oh, it's, <laughs> it's like 11 o'clock. I'm like, I think it's Miller time. What don't know about anybody else. <laughs> I uh, could not like be so drunk that I couldn't take care of a toddler. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and also, that girl's fast. She is very fast. Well, we like you said, she has to have the energy to topple the patriarchy. She does. (laughs) Overthrow Mm -hmm. the patriarchy. You gotta eat those veggies, girl. Yeah. Strong, muscly arms to punch down the (laughs) oppression. Um, Gotta have fucking Popeye arms there. (laughs) Nice. Um, your spinach. Well, I, you and I had chatted, and um, I again, I will mention um, that uh, Veronica and I talk quite a bit during the day um, via text. We text a lot. We do. So she knows usually when I've had a couple glasses of wine, and I'm like, let me talk to you about these books. <laughs> so she knows that Christmas Day, I decided to venture into Bridgerton territory and mm-hmm, um, started mm-hmm. the first episode. I had a lot of thoughts. I still have a lot of thoughts, which you guys will get to hear all of our thoughts in a few mm-hmm. weeks about Bridgerton yep. and the Duke and I and beautiful, whatever that guy is playing Simon. <sighs> God, he's gorgeous. He's, yeah. Yes, yeah, I mean, whew, that man Hello. is beautiful. I mean, I was having a hard time, and I don't know if you've seen any of it. I was having a hard time with the, the Bridgerton voice, trying to figure out who was who, because they all looked alike. I'm like, I don't... Oh, mm-hmm. Anthony, mm-hmm. it's Anthony and Benedict. I couldn't tell. It took me a while to figure out. Finally, by the eighth episode, I was like, oh, I finally know who Anthony is. I mean, <laughs> I should have known since I've read his book. Um, but, um, yeah, so it'll be it'll be an interesting episode, I think. I'm looking forward to diving into it. I really, I haven't yet. I've, I've watched like every possible promo. Yeah. But I have not actually watched any of it yet. I didn't really feel like subjecting my poor husband to it on his birthday was like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing that I should do. I was like, you know what? Let's let him pick what we watch tonight. <laughs> and you guys, was it The Mandalorian? I mean, come on. We watched part of The Mandalorian. I mean. We certainly did. Baby I think Yoda. we watched two episodes. Yes. God, I mean. So I think, yeah, we got, we're almost done with the first season, I think. Mm. I think we have one episode left. Um, well, you know, it it was a season for giving. It is, I mean, it still is. So I thought I would give to you a little fun thing. Um, so okay. I was trying to find, you know, fun little things to, you know, kind of impress upon you. 
And <laughs> did you know that there's a romance plot generator? What? <laughs> you can actually, yeah, you can um, generate pretty much, you can generate drama, fantasy, mystery, romance, and sci-fi. But <clears throat> for the yeah. purposes of this. Oh, this is, okay, so I'm just going to hit generate. Sweet. So the book that we're going to write, obviously, and, and Veronica, you are a romance novel list. So that's why I thought, I thought you'd enjoy this. Attempting to be, yes. Way more than me. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I haven't even written, <laughs> I haven't even written any fan fiction, so it's not anywhere close. <laughs> so, but for our first book, our pro- <laughs> sorry, <laughs> our protagonist is a food critic who believes in destiny. Our oh. secondary c- character is a hitchhiker who is loyal to a fault. The plot it's a romance-tinged story about nonconformity that kicks off by the gym with an argument over Twitter. Um, note that the first drunken confession will fail, and there's a twist. There are two rejected proposals. This is pretty in-depth, man. Wow, I was just going to say, like, this is a lot of detail. I know. Here, let me generate it again. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. So the protagonist is a wedding planner who can be stubborn. Secondary can- character is a count. Who has a poker face? I don't... What? Yep. Plot. It's a, it's a comedy of manners story about accidental love. It kicks off in a casino with someone caught in a heavy downpour without an umbrella. Note that someone in the story has a criminal background that will come to light. And there's a twist. Two protagonists will not meet until the second third of the story. No, I don't like that. What? No, that's too long. No, no. I mean... I, but this is the, the most amazing thing. Oh, my God. Okay. So the next one is the protagonist is a tattoo artist who can be goofy. The secondary character is a cowgirl who is perceptive. Um, it kicks off at a fairground with someone sending a text to a wrong number. That makes sense. Yeah. This is kind of amazing. Um, just for S&Gs, I want to hit fantasy just because I just have to see... Our protagonist now is a ruffian who can be stoic. Our secondary character is a shaman who is a chatterbox. Wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, you can, um, this is Reedsy, R-E-E-D-S-Y. It's a blog. Wow. Um, and, yeah, uh, this, they have all, so it's the five different genres. But, so if you're ever needing a plot device. If uh, I need, if I need some inspiration, some inspo. I mean, I'm assuming that Hallmark, that's all they do. It's got to be right. I mean, because I've seen some, man. I have seen some. I mean, <laughs> I, I, you know, the the Nutcracker guy that, you know, Melissa Joan Hart dated. I think it's called A Very Nutty Christmas. Um, oh, man. Oh, there's the one about the ghost. Uh, Spirit of Christmas, I think it is, where a ghost... Um, hot ghost comes and lives with the woman. I don't know. but like, I mean, God, that's also like the ghost whisperer, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but well, that he's, Jennifer Love Hewitt show. My mom loved that. show. Is a ghost trying to get in her pants in that movie? Or well, in that I show? Think her husband dies at some point. She like she talks to ghosts. Oh uh, wait. Oh, that's okay. Wow, I didn't know that's where that where that where that story went. Wow. Okay. Well, I don't know. My mom can tell us all about it. If she would actually <laughs> talk to me after this. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember. Do you remember that show? Uh, well, I'm sure you remember Angel that was on. 
You know what, though? I never watched it. Okay. There was a, um, there was a character named Fred, and I can't think of what her real, her real, the actress's name, and I apologize if people out there are probably kicking themselves or kicking me, wanting to kick me. <laughs> but she, in one of these Hallmark slash Lifetime whatever movies, was like a ballerina. Um, and or she had been a former ballerina and she got asked to come back to be, to play Claire. And I'm like, that's not how that works, guys. That's just, you uh-huh. don't, you don't, a 40 year old doesn't just get asked to come back and, and be a young or an adult Claire. Oh no, she was going to be either Clara or the, um, uh, the sugar plum fairy. I'm like, yeah, that, no, 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 that doesn't happen. <clears throat> Someone <clears throat> doesn't just drop out. They're like, hey, old lady, come over here. It'd be like, can no. somebody come to me and be like, hey, would you like, <laughs> would you like to be in <laughs> in Carousel as the lead or something like that? Would you? Hey, someone <laughs> dropped out. You want to? <laughs> you just want to? Yeah, sure. That sounds good. I'm, I'm you know, and, and then the show goes up in two days. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I know it. I remember it. I remember the it from show goes up 20, in two days. 20, I remember from twenty years ago. Fine, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought I uh, you'd enjoy that. Um, so that is pretty awesome. Well, I mean, it was very exciting today when I found that stunt casting. Um, Pinterest page too. Uh, oh was, yeah, I Lord. was very. Excited. We will revisit this Pinterest board that Ray found today. Um, that basically it doesn't name characters, but we were able to like deduce um, which which actors should be stunt cast for all of like the the entire Winston series um, from Penny Reed, all of the Winston brothers. And you know that. I noticed on those lists, though, I mean, because I looked at some of the other ones, books I have no clue. I literally, I knew that one. That was the first one that came up. But there was, I mean, it had to be about 50 different book series that they had. Um, oh, my know, gosh. I didn't recognize any. But, I mean, like, not a shocker there. Um, but Well, there are just so many. Right. Like, there are, that's one of the re- things that I love the most about the romance genre. First of all, it is actually the highest grossing genre Mm -hmm. of any other suspense, fancy, anything. Romance is always the highest and by a lot, by Mm -hmm. the way. Um, But I also love that there are just the amount of books that have been published in this genre and the variety available is never ending. I mean, there is no possible way to read every single romance novel. Oh, no, no. It's not, just not possible. No, unless we were an undead vampire like we were talking about the other night. Oh, my God. Seriously. <laughs> like, what would you do with your time? I would not be hanging out at a fucking high school. That's for goddamn sure. No, no. I would have 42, D, you know, whatever, like uh, PhDs, doctorates. doctorates. Yes, absolutely. And whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I, you know, here's my question. This is always my question. How do these vampires have that much money? Always. Like, they're always rich. Dude. I don't know that, but you're right. They are like they're loaded, and I don't know how or why. Money laundering. I mean, I don't, old money. Do they I have guess? social security numbers? Probably not. Uh, probably not. Unless they well, they'd have to keep getting new ones, right? I would assume. Because I, I mean, I feel like the government <laughs> would catch on to someone who's like 200 fucking years old. Was this? Was, I was going to ask. Was this covered on, on True Blood as if it was like a news broadcast? <laughs> Was this covered on True Blood? Was this covered? Did Bill go into this? I'm not entirely sure. Also, oh. please talk to me how she ended up with fucking Bill and not Eric. Oh, Eric. Was it North, Northam? Northam? Northman? Northman? Oh. Eric, whatever. Get that your was also my favorite of the books. Oh, uh, with wait, which one? The one with her and Eric. Oh. Because he, like, he lost, something happens to him. He, he loses his memory, his memory yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
super yeah, hot. I don't understand. I, well, I never really not the memory loss thing. That's not no, hot. No, I'm no, sorry. No, it's yeah. No, that, I, that's yeah. Yeah. Just amnesia to be clear, not, I don't amnesia think amnesia is not amnesia sexy. Is not sexy. <laughs> I have in no way, shape, or form am I um, trying to encourage people to take advantage of people with amnesia. That's not a thing. No, I am not saying that. I mean, even if he was a vampire, it's still not cool. <laughs> Still not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, part, part of it too is like I don't think um, S- Stephen, whatever the other guy, the guy that was playing Bill, was uh-huh. extremely attractive. I mean, you're going no, against. I, I would take Scar Scar. Oh God, like, right? I'd whoa. even take the brother that played uh, what's his face, <laughs> played Pennywise in it. <laughs> well, I mean, have you seen? I can't. Him? I hate only clown. No, I can't. I can't. Okay, well, I can't even talk about it. In real life, though, he's 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 a nice looking dude. It's true. He is. I mean, that whole you know, Skarsgård clan, they're all good looking. They are all very attractive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They yeah, grow they, they grow are. nice up there. They do they grow nice up there? <laughs> <laughs> up, in, up in the snow or whatever happens up there. I don't know. I'm it's I'm ignorant cold. about geography. Um <laughs> If I ever went on Jeopardy, that would be that would be the all the questions would be geography. I would just throw my clicker down and be like, peace, bitches. I'm out. Oh. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Oh. You know, that'll be another you know, thing 2020 took from oh, us. Oh, right? I mean Yeah, well, we got how many more days? How many more days before twenty twenty one rolls in in a dumpster fire? Um, on my little like weekly dry erase calendar on my refrigerator. On Friday, I just wrote, fuck off 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the door hits you in the ass on the way out. Right, right. And, you know, and take COVID with you, you bitches. Take it yes. with you. Ugh. Burn in hell. Burn. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, there's, every time you think of something like else that's horrible that happens, it's like, well, I think we, I don't know if we talked about this, there's supposedly some sort of weird... <sighs> Um, mutation of COVID that's now going across to U- the UK, and I'm like, perfect, perfect, perfect. awesome, that sounds good, yeah, awesome. No, well, they're hoping that that's going to be covered with the vaccine, but let's just hope. Uh, but yeah. So anyhow, on that wonderful note, yeah. should we talk about a book? We should talk about a book. <laughs> what what they came about something? Let's talk about something that is. Um, getting us through COVID, which is yes. um, escaping entirely into romance <laughs> Well, and maybe I guess maybe is a better segue, I should say, is what, what you know, prompted us to start this podcast, I guess. And that is a good segue. Yeah. That's better than. <laughs> yeah. We talking about COVID and poor Alex Trebek dying. Um, oh, so <laughs> I, I think it was a random text message. That was sent to a group text message that we started talking about romance novels. Mm-hmm. And then and then Veronica texted me separately. And it was almost like that, hey, do you like romance novels? I like romance novels. I do, too. Wait, <laughs> you do? Really? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I think my response to you was um, fiction, nonfiction is relegated to audiobooks. I only read garbage. <laughs> I only read smut. <laughs> yep. Like, I had no idea. Because yeah. I was like, this was, I mean, oh, this at this time, it seems like it was at least five years ago, but it was really only earlier this year when I was like, I have a confession to make. I really like romance novels now. And she was like, yeah, that's all I read. 
when you like, oh, okay. When you live in apocalyptic hellscape, that no, no yeah. honestly, I've I've read them for years. I mean, it's just one of those things that I was, I was always too embarrassed. Like really? I didn't. Well, because like I would, I thought about like that stereotypical like something you'd see at the freaking grocery oh, store yeah, yeah. with like Fabio and the hair and like. An open shirt, and I was just like, I'm just you mean not hot. interested. You mean hot? <laughs> I can't entirely say that I find Fabio hot. No, but like, remember when a goose ran into his face? <laughs> oh, oh, that was actually really sad. All right, I did forget goose. about that. Oh man, he had like blood all over his face too. Oh, I feel bad for the goose. Um, <laughs> no, but you know, and I—that was actually you doubt you say that that was what. It was my filter. I never read once with people on the covers for the longest mm-hmm. time. And what has been the most ingenious inven- you know, invention of our lifetime has been the Kindle um, mm-hmm. or your iPad or whatever. Being able to read digitally, even though I do miss having that beautiful smell of a, you know, a book and the feel of it mm-hmm. in my hands. Um, but it's nice where you're like, oh, that no, we don't need that cover. I don't need to. We do. <laughs> um, I've actually listened to my friends who are published romance uh, not authors. They like there is a science behind what sells more and what colors on the cover sell more. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. It's pretty fascinating. One of these. Times I always pay attention now, like what is actually on the covers. Well, we should you know bring one of them on at one point. They could tell us about it. Kind yeah, of, we should. That's fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I would assume it's probably just marketing, like, what... I, I would assume purple is a really big color. hmm Yes, you are correct. Purple and blue? Green. Oh, like, like meadows and stuff like that. And I can... Yeah, I can see... All, all the more for Fabio to stand against. There you go, yes, open. against a meadow. Well, I sent one to you the other day that was, like, an old-school cover oh, yes. uh-huh, uh-huh. of an Amanda Quick book, and I lost... I think it was Joanna Lindsay. Oh, was it Joanna Lindsay? Yeah, uh-huh. I lost my shit because the guy was naked. Yeah, and n- just covered, naked butt. Naked butt. It just covered his junk. That was it. I was yep. like... With her. With she her. was covering she, his junk. She, <laughs> she was like... <laughs> She's she was that fully dressed in like this yes. ridiculous, like beautiful. Of course, I want to fucking wear that gown type, right. like ball gown, and it's like coming off of her shoulders, and she's just like with her boob covering his junk. He's yeah. very clearly completely nude. Yeah, and I could. It's probably even worse. It was probably like a Native American, you know, story too. Probably something horrible. Like <laughs> I don't remember and at this, this is, point. But that cover is like what kind of kept me away from rom- from romance novels for so long because like that's what it was. Yeah, and then like. Do you remember? I don't. You probably don't remember this. Um, there was an episode of Friends where Rachel is reading a romance novel, and she keeps it like hidden underneath her mattress because she doesn't want Joey to find it because she's living with Joey at the time. And he he finds it and reads some of it, and he makes fun of her and is like, "You've got porn," and she's like, "It is erotic literature," <laughs> and like, <laughs> and she's so embarrassed and like. He just keeps, he's like, the vicar won't be home for hours. And it's just like. <laughs> but like all of that is definitely what kept me away from romance novels oh, for us long. I'm sure. And the thing is, so I used to work at the library too when I was in high school. And we always said, oh, there's that woman that's coming in there and she's got her big box that she's going to fill it full of all those ones. And you just looked at her and I'm like, I'm never going to become that woman. Guess what? Guess what? I'm that woman. Guess what's all over my Kindle now? Uh, well, the <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story about how I 
left my Kindle in New York City uh, for work at a Oh, I remember that. And I was so morbidly embarrassed because I was like, oh, God, housekeeping is going to turn that thing on. They're going to be like, what the hell? Because at that point is when I was doing my uh, my review blog of bad books. So I had all of those horrible... Where, that mermaid one. Oh my god, where the guy fucked a mermaid. <laughs> but then the shape of water came out, and then like maybe that doesn't seem like such a crazy thing. Oh, that movie. Anyhow, no. Um, <laughs> then I also had Fifty Shades of Grey on it. I'm like, oh god. Which we will not be reading, by the way. That um, is not a contender. I would burn every copy of I'm that not, book if I could. I have absolutely no interest. No. Guess what? I did it. I did it, hated every single moment of it. And so, no, no. You guys, and, and we're hoping at some point you will, um, people will review or uh, recommend books for us to review. But yes, we do please. have veto power. Super fun. Um, yes, uh-huh, 100%. Yeah. I'm going to say. I mean, everyone has their own interests. Um, I think Ray and I both have, like, specific um, triggers that perhaps we don't want to, like, right. touch on. Um, one of them is actually sort of going to be coming up in, uh, the Duke and I, but we will discuss that. I believe that's going to be episode three. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, get there. Yeah. We will. We We have a lot to say about that. Oh, a lot. A lot to say. Enjoy the Bridgertons, guys. Enjoy it. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, well, on that note. Yes. So we talk about Penny Reed. We should. All right. So we will see you guys on the other side. Yes. Okay. Welcome back. Hello. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to dive into uh, Friends Without Benefits. We'll try and give you a warning before spoilers, but with this book, you can really talk about a lot without giving too much away. And mm-hmm. if you are reading in order in the series, then you already know, like, you actually already know some stuff mm-hmm. based on book 1.5. Because they kind of um, lead together. Like they, there's a lot of, you know, um, yes. interwoven storylines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like the, if you're reading 1.5, you already know like the ending to the story. Everything in Friends Without Benefits takes place within Neanderthal Mary's human. You just right. don't really hear about it. So, because it's told from Janie's perspective. Mm-hmm. So, um who I also love. Um, <laughs> Ray is the one that got me hooked on the series, who, and which then got me hooked on the, bro- the Winston Brothers series. Cletus um, is my love. And- oh, man. Yep. Oh, God. Okay. okay. So, excuse me while I just try and erase Drew from my mind, because, God damn. Drew right. Runis. Drew Runis, who is Ashley's love interest. Um, okay, so... Uh, Friends Without Benefits is we, Ray and I have called it like an enemies to lovers romance but if you actually, if you look at the description it actually says an unrequited romance novel yeah. which I get I yeah. get, but it's kind of not, I mean in many ways it's kind of not, it's Cause really because you start the novel with hostility yes, Yeah. yes you do um, immediately with mm-hmm. hostility mm-hmm. and their first interaction Lots of hostility. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it follows, <clears throat> excuse me, Dr. Elizabeth Finney. You know, I love to see a lady heroine who is a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
she ends up as part of her um, residency rotation, she ends up on a clinical trial for, I think it's cystic fibrosis. Um, and as it turns out, her childhood nemesis is one of the family members of the, the child who was enrolled in the clinical trial. Um, of course, that means that they're going to be spending a lot of time together. In close quarters. And she quickly learns that Nico, freaking Nico, uh, will be spending all of that time trying to convince her to give him a chance. Give him a chance, Elizabeth. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. <laughs> Give him a chance. Um, like I said, you meet Nico in uh, book one and a half, Neanderthal uh, Mary's Human. Um, and I wanted to read to you, um, let me pull this back up. I wanted to read to you the, the introduction to Nico in um, Neanderthal Mary's Human because it's just like ridiculous and adorable. <sighs> okay. So uh, Dan, the security man, if you have read the first two books, you know who Dan the security man is. He asks Nico, how do you know Elizabeth? How do you know Dr. Finney? <sighs> and Janie writes, Nico's attention moved to Dan and he paused as though considering how to answer the question. His smile fell away and his eyes glowed with intensity. The change was so abrupt, I could feel my eyebrows rising with surprise. After a short silence, he said, we grew up together, we're in love, and she's going to marry me. Mm. Fucking course she is, Nico. I mean, for real. <sighs> so, Freaking Nico. Oh, I mean, so the way we kind of discussed how we would break down these books, um, we wanted to do a compliment sandwich, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> some <laughs> might be like a double decker sandwich, like, mm. or <laughs> or a sandwich with big buns and little inside because you got the good. Then you've got a little more bad, and then your bottom bun is your good again. So, but some might just be like <laughs> focaccia buns and a lot of meat. Um, but <laughs> this book is a grilled cheese sandwich. There's very little negative. I think they need. To yeah, this take. book is like it's so good yeah. that I mean, this is so how we started off, how we chose our books for the beginning of the podcast was that this one is my favorite. Like, this is absolutely one of my all-time favorite romance novels I've ever read. I think I've read it three times. <laughs> Easily three times. I actually read it twice in a row. Like, I finished it and then immediately just started it over again. <laughs> she um, was texting me and, like, <laughs> when she finished it and then she was going back and I'm like, wait, you just finished it. But, I mean, I've had books like that, wrong. too, where you're like so excited and you're like something, just your heart hurts and you want to go back and feel that, like, that heart hurt again. It's because it's because so much. I saw so much of myself in Elizabeth, the character. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. so much of how she is for a good portion of the book is how I was for a good portion of my life. Yeah. And so I like it was it was sweet in a way to like watch someone else, even if it's like you know in a book and in Penny Reed's head, but like mm-hmm. to watch someone else kind of go through that process of like working their shit out and then like coming out to the other side and like finding happiness and yeah all of those lovely things yeah that transition definitely i mean so like the growth as a character like seeing her like figure her things out and go through some serious shit like she 
some serious things happen to her in this yes, book. Yes, they do. Yeah. And that are like really scary. And then, and she comes out on the other side and it's right. awesome. Do you want to start with your first pro? Yes. Um, I, we've discussed this uh, on our own, but I am like a sucker, sucker for like the childhood romance. Like I have loved mm-hmm. you forever kind of. Mm-hmm trope because probably that's to me that's like very romantic and ethereal because like that's never happened (laughs) it doesn't happen to many people of course it fucking doesn't like it's super unrealistic because you're you're very different as an adult than you were right you're almost like a a separate being you know of course oh jesus thank god i'm not like who i was was i think everybody you're not carrying all those experiences you had with you i mean it mess would shape us and make us a different person so absolutely Absolutely. But I'm a sucker for that. And mm-hmm. so that, I mean, that is the book. Yeah. Like that's the entire book. Like we'll get to quotes later, but like, God, that is so much of the book. And then, and also she goes through a big character change, but so does Nico. I mean, oh, he, <clears throat> he's a very different person than he was when they were kids. And you learn how he was when they were kids based on how she talks about him. Yeah. And that comes to a head. They talk about that. Yeah. Um, right before shit gets hot but like (laughs) agreed (laughs) hello um but like he goes through hit all of his shit too and he works through his stuff and then they come back together and it's just like it's so awesome it's just awesome well and you know and i think and again, we're going to, this is going to be a spoiler, but it's really not a spoiler because I'm just going to say in the epilogue, you see things from Nico's point of view. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you def, definitely get another layer of this is, this is what he was thinking. And this is how he was when they were teenagers. Cause you see a little bit of Elizabeth, but not, they, they don't go into much detail as much as Nico's is pretty like in yeah. depth and detailed. Um, yeah. That's, so you get that's that, a Penny Reed thing too. Yes. Like, um, in this series anyway, not so much in the Winston Brothers series because it goes back and forth in mm-hmm. that series, but in the Knitting in the City series, that's a thing where like it's from the female's perspective the whole time mm-hmm. until the epilogue and then it's from the, the hero's perspective. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say something. The last book. Anyway, you, go ahead. You um, brought up and I thought it was, it, I'm a sucker for this. So I'm a sucker for, you stick a soundtrack in a book. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to love it. So I, and this is off a tangent. I just finished another book where each chapter had a song that was, so it was in some kind soul out there made a Spotify playlist for this, this certain, um, this certain book. And so you, you know, I made one for Elizabeth and Nico. You shared it with me, baby. I'm sure Um, I did. I wouldn't stop listening to it. And that was the one thing about that one too. So, and the other one, you you know, you're going to be listening like 10 times before you finish the chapter, but still like you get a feeling of what the, author was thinking well she mm-hmm. she or he or she wrote it but with this one the music was fucking great too yes, so it, it was seriously like, was and what was nice is it inspired a conversation with you and i going like foo fires all this shit about this song and this song yes. and this song so and because like we're not too far apart in age so we right. like a lot we like a lot of the same music and so and penny reed is around our age too i think yeah, that's yeah. a part of it too is like 
why we like her so much is because she are, is our age and we get her references. Yeah. She's um, also funny as shit. She's super funny. She's, she's very so comical. <laughs> but that soundtrack, I was like, damn, this is banging. This is sla- this slaps, man. I still I'm, sometimes I'm, go back and listen to the soundtrack. Oh, I mean, I've got it saved on my Spotify after yeah, you sent I'm it to me. I'm glad. I am yeah. glad. Sometimes I, mean, I go back and I'm just like, mm. I mean, you got Death Cab. You got Frank Sinatra. What was that? Oh, one? man. Foo um, Fighters. Foo Fighters is on there. I put the acoustic version of Everlong because that's the one I prefer. Um, what else is on there? Uh, Rise Against is on there. Mm-hmm. There's some angsty shit on there. Criminal from... Oh, yeah. uh, oh a feeling apple. Yes. Oh, man. But I mean, the that to me playlist. is like... It's it's up there with things where like that is so ingenious. You you get yeah. your mm-hmm. your reader involved in the book, and I think yep. that is a definite plus in my book. One hundred percent. On to you, lady. Is there any other pluses you want to do before a, a con? Um, I also really love the alphabet soup analogy. At one point, he you may not remember that um, he when they're like getting closer, they're talking on the phone a bunch. Um, Nico tells her a story of like. It's basically his story where he's like girl A and girl B. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah. And he, and he's like, Elizabeth, so this isn't really a spoiler because she talks about it early. Um, uh, Elizabeth believes that your first love is your only love. She doesn't believe that you can like, that you can love again after that. And that there's a whole layer of stuff behind that, that you'll get into when you read the book. But um in that vein, like she doesn't believe that she could ever love Nico because she already loved someone else. Right. And he is trying to explain to her, like, I have loved you since I was a child and I still loved someone else in between that because you and I didn't talk for 11 years. Right. <laughs> and she's like, but how could you possibly still love me if you already love this person? And he's like, I get to love two people at once. I'm allowed to do that. Yeah. And life, I think he ends that conversation by saying life is alphabet soup. Drink the soup. Yeah. yeah. And that comes back later in the book. I, and there's, there's a lot of, I mean, and I think that's what the other nice thing about, or wonderful thing about Penny Reed's writing is that it, it all is, relative it, it all connects to one another like janie mm-hmm. comes back in this book and it was like one of those mm-hmm. moments where i thought oh god that's right janie's autistic it took me a second to remember that but mm-hmm. then and what what's nice or what, something or she has asperger's or something like something, definitely but, something something yeah. but then when you when you are reading it you're like oh that's right because she doesn't understand and in you don't, I mean, it is probably more helpful if you do read them in order because then you remember things like that. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's right. And there's, Why is she there acting are a couple funny, but... scenes that are literally the same, but yes. from a different person's perspective. So, like, yes. the dialogue is the same, mm-hmm. but in book one and a half or whatever, Janie is talking about it. And in um, Friends Without Benefits, Elizabeth is talking about it. So, you get to see like how that conversation went from Elizabeth's perspective. Right. Um, and in that vein, speaking of working, you know, uh, with the knitting girls, I loved the scene with Nico hanging out with the, the, the Oh my group. God. Loved that shit. Jay, where uh, Elizabeth comes in. Yes. Elizabeth comes <sighs> in and Nico is big. So to explain Nico a little bit. He is the only way I an can, Italian hottie. Well, and I'm trying to think of like, so anybody who, okay. So did you watch the man show? There's my question for you, V. Did you watch the man show? <laughs> 
because I did, and I hated every second of it. So it was really hard for me to get over yeah. that for this yeah, book yeah. because that's how Nico was supposed to be. Can I read right. something? I, I know we have yeah, we have quotes, but this is perfect to explain what Nico is. Yes. Um, of course, I can't find it. Um, Oh, here we go. A group of all-male surgeons were gathered around the TV set. They were watching a busting... My autocorrect decided to do a number on me. A busty (laughs) blonde and a sylph-like redhead, Jello wrestled with a bare-chested Nico on his Comedy Central show, Talking with the Face. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. Imagine this the show is like, not portrayed in a good light. No, no, it's it's Jimmy Kimmel. It's it's Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, uh, what was the other guy that was on that show? Um, I don't know, but I can see his face. Adam Carolla. Like, Adam Carolla. Yes, thank you. Mixture, but attractive. Yeah, super <laughs> um, hot. But, yeah, super I mean, I'm sitting around with these like these little like girly girls. Um, like he was crocheting. That to me was just such a funny, I mean, very comical. It makes you really feel for Nico. I mean, he's not just doing it because he wants to get in Elizabeth's pants. He does, but at the same time, he course, really wants yeah. to make her, you know, fall for him. And I just, I yeah. loved that. I loved he's, that. he's like making an effort. He's making a he serious is. effort he to is. like get into her world and like get to know her friends and get to know her better because they haven't spoken in so long that he's trying to, to know who she is now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that part. And then they have a huge fight in her room. They do. And he goes off to dinner and takes those ladies with him. He does and leaves her behind. Yep. Elizabeth. All right. Tell Um, me the thing that, that bothered you. What's, what's the middle of your sandwich? All right. <laughs> okay. I do, I do love Elizabeth. I do. And this is where a big spoiler is going to come up, but I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm just going to say for the con, why couldn't she have waited a couple days? <laughs> why couldn't she have waited 24 hours? <laughs> she- so I don't want to get into it because I don't want to spoil it for everybody who's going to read it. But couldn't she just have waited till he got back to Chicago? Yeah. I mean, you're playing, you're playing with his niece's health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was part I was like, girl, girl. If your flight gets delayed, child. Like I you... mean, right. You're all 12, 28 years old. Chill the mm-hmm. fuck out. Yeah. You need to like calm down. Yeah, yeah. That was, In the that words was... of Taylor Swift, you need to calm down. <laughs> That that was my big. That was. I mean, I, I don't. I have very few cons about this book. That was one of those ones I was like, rolling my eyes a little bit. Yeah, and that and truly like so. Mine is similar to that. Whereas like, they finally get together and it's so sweet and like, awesome. But then things go sour very quickly. Like literally the next morning. Oh things yes. Get sour. Yes, because. He asked because her a he very important question. Her. Yeah. yeah. Like he starts pushing her because, and understandably so in some ways, like he has been in love with her since he was a child. Right. And like it's since before he could remember. And so he is like already there and she is like back the fuck up. Right. I just <laughs> got here. You know, yeah. like you've got to, you got to give me some time, you know, like yeah. I can't, I'm not there yet. Um, which makes your point like 48 hours later, like she's making right? life altering decisions that if she just would have like waited for one more day, but then again, like 
big drama culmination to the book. You right. know, I mean, like, I, and it's I mean, just there for dramatic emphasis. That's all it's right. there for. And I get like, but that's my thing is that like it be, all of a sudden becomes like very up and down and tumultuous, which maybe is like speaks to their relationship. Well, and if it was more realistic, no one would care. No, it right, wouldn't true. be a big. I mean, if she it's was just the like, same reason when people are like Grey's Anatomy is too dramatic, and I'm like, would you fucking watch it if it was really just like people sleeping in on call rooms for real? <laughs> would you watch it if Meredith hadn't died like eight fucking times? Come on. Right. I mean, Shonda yeah. knows what she's doing. <laughs> no, but I yeah. I mean, and and again, that was like that was a roll my eyes moment where I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. But also, I was like speed reading through it because I was like, now I have to fucking know what happens. <laughs> but then you Anybody went back and read it twelve times. Doing. I did. <laughs> I mean, I can't deny it. Do you have any other cons? No, man. I fucking love this book. <clears throat> I know, and I have one. And it's so silly and stupid. And you're going to be oh, me mad at me. But I'm it's the combination of <laughs> Dr. Ken Miles. Oh, fuck. And the Miles. stalker and the woman who, which I know are all in there to make the book exciting. If it wasn't there, they wouldn't, it wouldn't be fun. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of the three pull, of them, if they we're going to pull them apart, all, like all of those things, like, right. Yeah. If we, if we pick one. Pick right, one of yeah. the three. Keep I the stalker. Know. You want the stalker? Keep the stalker. But Dr. Yeah. Ken Miles, I don't think needed to be in there. We did not need an antagonist. We did not need him. We had the stalker. We had the, the crazy lady that she worked with. We didn't need him. Oh, God, Meg. <clears throat> and, and honestly, I didn't like how she, she wrote him. He was gross. For, I mean, would you have sex with that man? No. No. No, no I don't care how hot he was. I don't. Yeah, no. no. I mean, the point of him was to like illustrate how Elizabeth wasn't interested in emotional attachment with other people. I agreed. I which I understand, but like Mm -hmm. also he was a repulsive human. Yeah. So that was which I guess was also the point. But yeah, I mean, so that was my other con. It was just like pick, pick, pick one, pick, pick one or two. But you can't have a lot going on. There's a lot going on, and it happens very quickly. Too, it does, yeah. It mm-hmm. all culminates in one thing. But that was my other Yes, my that's true. Let's go back to some pros. Let's get to the bones. <laughs> the bottom bones. I mean, okay, so like my bottom bun <laughs> is really just like how fucking cute they are together. Yeah. And like, yeah. and because his, um, this is not, this is not a spoiler, um, but Nico's family, they're Italian, they're Catholic, like, his family's huge. He has tons of siblings. And one of his sisters um, died like a couple years prior to when the book happens. And as a result, um, his mother takes custody of their daughter. And it's the daughter in the clinical trial. Nico is very close to her. He always has been. He was very close to the sister. Um, and so that's why he is there um, helping to take care of her and pull strings and do whatever he needs to do to make sure she gets the best care. Um, so at one point, like, at one point, Rose is the mother's name. And of course, Elizabeth has known her since they were children. At one point, they're talking in Nico's, Nico and Rose's apartment or whatever, like their penthouse in that giant building they live in. Um, and she says, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I am going to continue to try to push you and my son together. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth is like, what i mean elizabeth like you he, you the monologue of her is like 
this woman is crazy. Like just right. now I have realized right. how fucking crazy this woman is that she's going to try and push me and Nico together when I just told her, like, I don't know. No want sale this. lady. No sale. No yeah. fucking sale. And, and Rose is like, I think you already care about him, which of course is true. Right. But like, but Elizabeth is not ready to admit that. And it's not, she doesn't, Elizabeth needs to work on herself a little bit more before like she can get to that point. Well, but I, I also, just loved how like they're so interwoven. Right. It goes back to the whole, like the fact that I'm a sucker for this stupid trope. It's just that like their yeah. lives are so interwoven and she clearly cares about him and can't like let herself. She's so afraid she's going to hurt him. Well, and I think honestly, and, then, and, then, and this is stereotyping a little bit too, but I think it either had to be an Italian mom or a Jewish mom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because th- we know that those two th- those two cultures are very much stereotypes like, there are very much like f- family-centric and like yeah. Or, you know, yeah like family-centric like my my you know I, I gotta get my kids married and which mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. i think it's a good thing i mean you could not care about your kid at all so there it's you true. go i mean i guess if you have to pick it under the spectrum <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have I don't give a shit than, if he gets married or whatever right i guess i mean, I'd which rather is, have overbearing know, than i don't give a shit like that's right kind of, right um, but like, but also her mom is, or his mom is like so cute. She's she so is. Sweet. She, I, there's, so the first thing I'm going to say, do you have a spank naughty list? <laughs> oh my God. I forgot about that. Um, oh, so Sandra. my, my favorite, my favorite character who I think I'm like, um, is Sandra. And Did I'm going to call her, her Sandra. Book? Huh? Sandra. You no, read her book, right? I, I, I haven't. I have to say I haven't. I started have her she's book. Next. Even, she's I know the she is third next. Bu- oh God, she's so good. And I started her book and I didn't finish. And, and it, it's the age thing for me. And that's mm-hmm, just a weird mm-hmm. thing. That I, as a hang up, I have. Um, that actually comes up because like in the epilogue, you know, like the, the, her- yeah. the hero is like, so he brings that up in the epilogue yeah. actually. Yeah, and that's that's one thing I've, I had a hang up with, and I'm I need to get over it. Um, but and that's just because I, I'm back in 1980s um, <laughs> stereotypes of <laughs> gender and age norms. Um, but so Sandra comes Sandra comes up with this list of um, you see in your spank naughty list. So I want to know who's on your spank naughty list. Spank I have my naughty spank and naughty spank list. Nice. She has a spank naughty and spank nice list. Yeah. Who would you spank nicely though? Oh, I have five people on my list. <laughs> oh I my wrote God. them okay, down. You have to tell me. See, I did not prepare this. I didn't know we were going to talk about this. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have jumped. Okay, so I'll tell you mine. No, and what tell you think. me all about them. Okay, you, <laughs> you think about yours as I am. I mean, the first one is going to be like, well, duh. Well, I'd like to apologize to my mother now. I would also like to apologize to Veronica's mom too. So that way... <laughs> But my mom, mom, who's going to be listening to this? Sorry, mom. (laughs) Happening. So, (laughs) I mean, number one, you could probably guess. Adam Driver. (laughs) Mr. Kaloran himself. Especially when he's got that shirt off and he's got that weird, like, mid-drift leather pants on. Boom. (laughs) Happening. Number two, we're staying in Star Wars. We're going Oscar Isaac. What? My, I put him in my pocket. He's so tiny. Put him in my pocket. <laughs> Any of the Hollywood Chris's. I'll even take Pratt. Sure. You want to go out to your farm or whatever the fuck you do? Sure. Let's spank you out there. Come on. Um, 
I mean, if we're, if we're talking to the hierarchy of the Chris's, though, I mean, we're going to go probably ugh, Evans. Yeah, Hemsworth, 100%. I'd put Evan. Oh, shit. Evans, oh, Hemsworth, Pine, and then Pratt. Uh. And then Catan. <laughs> <laughs> Mango. Mango. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Christopher Lambert goes before Chris Catan. Chris I'm sorry. So oh then that's God. number three. Number four, Mr. John Oliver. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he'll be satirical while you're spanking. He his would ass. let you. Oh my God. He'd bring Adam Driver in. Yes, he would. And then he would be like, spank my bottom. Spank <laughs> my British bottom. Number five is going to be one of those. Wait, what? <laughs> Jason Manzukis. Do you know who Jason Manzukis is? He used to I be on the league. <gasps> He's got oh, crazy I love that show. curly hair. He usually plays like this crazy Greek guy because he's Greek. Um, he's on this podcast that I like and he is insane, but I love him. The league, like was... the show about fantasy football. Right. Um, he is um, also in, oh gosh, The Dictator with Saucer Baron Cohen. Um, the, the podcast I, I like that he, he's on is How Did This Get Made with Paul Shear and June Diane Raphael. Wait, is that a video game podcast? No, it's a, it's a bad movie podcast. Okay, my husband loves like a similar concept, but for video games. And I, think, oh. I feel like it's called, how, do I, how did this get made? It's how did this get played. Oh, see, of course you know that. What was the guy's name again? Jason Manzoukas. Oh, I see. Yes, Rafi. Yeah, yeah. Like he's crazy. God, he's like, funny. He is he's so funny. He's hysterical. Every time he comes out on the podcast, they always do live shows. He comes out, he's like, what's up, jerks? And he flips everybody off. I'm like, that's my, that's my, that's my, I'd spank him. I'd spank oh him God, right he now. is so funny exactly he's seriously like, so funny on that show i'm looking at my list and i'm like seriously like uh, you throw the funny in there i throw uh, number six ricky gervais i don't care i don't care if they're funny, 60 years old funny is don Mulaney. throw him on seven <laughs> i mean honestly part of the appeal of nico he's totally hysterical yeah i mean humor to me is so sexy oh eight. yes let's throw let's throw eight is gonna be um bill hater bill hater i'll spank him to nobody's business anyhow so what's on your list oh you had some time to think about it uh, <clears throat> all right uh so v's cool. husband i hope you enjoy this yeah love you baby um <laughs> married you um damn this is hard okay so <laughs> This is super weird. Super weird. Kevin Stefanski. Who's that? He is the head coach of the Browns. <laughs> sure. Every time, every time he's on the TV, my husband just looks at me because he knows like I'm about to have Jerule coming up. You keep talking. I'm gonna look him up. <laughs> oh my god, please do. He is attractive. Like and I am not the only one. I mean, like, I swear to God, he was announced to be the head coach. And, like, oh my God. Yes. Hello. Jeez like, Louise. I told oh. you. I told you. Oh my God. Your salt like, and pepper beard. I want to run my 100%. Okay. Like, the day he was announced, like, half of the Cleveland women were like, Excuse me, what? I think I care about football now. Like, <laughs> well, that's, he, you know what? He, he's a little Oscar Isaac in that manner. That salt and pepper beard. Mm-hmm. bring it nothing wrong nothing bring wrong it. yeah um okay god who else um i say that because like you know it's football season it's on my mind are um, you ready for some football 
I'm ready for some football. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for someone's football. Hello. Um, I will have to say that uh, of the Chris's, <laughs> Captain America would be my go-to. You know, um, and he's also so like socially, you know, forward too. And I think that's forward yes. thinking and that, that helps. I do love that. Mm. 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 Um, also Captain America did- with a beard. Team oh, Captain God. America. Cap- team bearded Captain America. Hell yes. Hell yes. Um, five, God, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of like. Oh, I just, I, I just end up being five because I'm horny. Well, I mean, hello. Um, I don't know, man. I'd have to think about it. But let's get. Oh, man. How about this? We'll go, keep going forward. We'll come back to your list. All right. We'll come back to my list. Let me think about it for a second. Um, All right. Do you want to talk about quotes? Let's do that. Let's let right. us do that. So I'm going to let you start. I'm going to let you okay. start. I'm going to let you finish. Oh, <laughs> poor Taylor Swift. God. Um, okay. So let me get to this quote about it's saved in my notes. Um, <clears throat> so this happens like toward the beginning of the book um, in the first like quarter of the book when Nico and Elizabeth like talk for the first time, like alone after finally meeting back up and they're at their high school reunion <laughs> and they've had like, they've shared this like moment together. Um, and then she basically tries to like rescue him from these crazy ass women. <laughs> Carter, no, gone. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so he basically, they hightail it out of there and then they kind of have like a little tiff and then he climbs through her window of like her childhood home, mm-hmm. which is adorable and becomes part of the story. And I don't want to ruin that for anyone who hasn't read it yet. Um, but he climbs through a window and they start talking and uh, she's having a shit fit because she knows what's coming. And he says, you have to know that I'm in love with you. You have to know that I have loved you since we were kids since before I can remember. I had that same quote. Oh God. It's just like, I mean, it's highlighted. I've read it like a hundred times. It's so sweet. It is and he talks sweet. about that more in the epilogue. Like he talks mm-hmm. about what that, what that felt like for him <clears throat> when he was a kid. Cause obviously like it wasn't sexual when they were kids, Yeah. but like, but he says that his mom likes to say, uh, he likes to remind, she likes to remind him. You used to ask if we could keep her. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. he just wanted her around all the time. Yeah. Which is so goddamn cute. Um, I have to say my first one is, is just because I can, the way she writes this, I can, I, I hear it in my head. I hear the, what she's getting at in my head. So I can't remember. Okay. It, it, it was one when they first, it was like towards the beginning of the book. Nico, I suppressed a Marge Simpson growl of frustration instead, <laughs> returned his single nod, attempted cool detachment. I instantly recognized that what Marge's crumple, growl yep. of frustration mm-hmm. because, I mean, it was like, <sighs> like, I just, in my head, I knew what that sound was. I was uh-huh. like, I mean, and I think that's why I like Penny Reed so much is because she gets it. She gets yeah. it. She can write something. You're like, yeah, no, no. Uh-huh. I, yes, 100%. I, like there's a couple, there's later on, they're making food. And also in the, the, the scene with the restaurant, she describes food where I can almost smell it. 
mm-hmm. and taste it, mm-hmm. which is interesting for, a, 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 you know, in, more in the, the Watts, um, the, um, uh, the, the beard books, because uh, Cletus's oh, yeah. book, when they talk about, the, and actually some of the offshoots too, they talk about the bakery and mm-hmm. the different mm-hmm. cupcakes or the different cakes. And yeah. you can actually, the way they describe it, you can actually taste it. And that's yeah. so funny, the way she's very descriptive, where you can actually, uh-huh. like, I totally relate. Yes, I know what that person is. You can, like, you can almost like. like smell it. Like you mm-hmm. can, you're like right there in it. Yeah. 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 Back over to you. In Roscoe's book too, you can, they, they go back to the bakery. There's some discussion about that. Banana bread, baby. Banana cake. Banana oh, cake. banana cake. Mm. Yes. Oh, man. Read the Winston Brothers series, everybody. <laughs> so good. So good. Um, all right. What is your most ridiculous quote? Do you have <laughs> I one? Two. I have two. I have two. All right. All right. First one is, for a whore does not you make. <laughs> <laughs> for a whore does not you make. It's her Yoda. It's Sandra's Yoda quote. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because um, Elizabeth has said that she slept with a, a whopping four men, and she's yep. such a whore. I was like, uh-huh. I'm like, girl. <laughs> I knew girls in college that that was a weekend. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> what? <laughs> There's also another. I think when she's talking to Ashley. Oh, um, is that friends don't pussy submarine friends? Not cool. Because <laughs> that's my other one. <laughs> men got all cock blocking we got pussy submarine oh my god i forgot about that don't grab somebody's pussy also don't pussy submarine them that is true i'm gonna I make totally that into a shirt that. you should i mean i can't wear it anywhere but i mean lounge and shirt i mean it's like that fuck around and find out i'd love to wear it some where can i wear it i know i really wanted a shirt at one point that said um sorry i'm late but i didn't want to come all over your face. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines from Bridget Jones. Oh my God. <laughs> and Daniel comes all over your face? What? Oh. <laughs> favorite line from Bridget Jones because I'm a pig. Anyhow, what's your uh, most ridiculous line? Um, <laughs> Sorry, yes. he's mom. Sorry. So, um, okay. Sorry, my own mom. <laughs> I feel like your mom will be more forgiving. Um, so this is, it's ridiculous, but it's also like, I kind of gasped when I read it Uh-oh. because Nico is like, he says a couple things that make me gasp because, and you're supposed to, like, yeah. that's the point. Like at the family or at the um, high school reunion, I forget. I think they're talking about like his show because he, strips mostly naked at the end of it hello (laughs) although we can both agree we would not want to see adam carolla nor jimmy kimmel without shirts on i don't mean to i'm sorry guys please i'm good no no or dan doug stan hope or whoever else was on that show after them yeah it doesn't matter it's gross anyhow no i'm not into it um but they're talking about that and like the fact that he takes his shirt off at the end of every show and uh, I think Elizabeth says that she doesn't watch it. And he says, why would you? You've already seen everything anyway. Ooh. <laughs> and yes, I have. And she gasps. And yeah. San- that's the moment that Sandra is like, oh, Lucy, you got some splaining to do. Like, <laughs> we have missed a major part of this plot line that you oh, yeah. never told me about all of this stuff. 
but the one that I like bookmark to talk about is that, okay, so it's a plot line of the book and you already know it. If you read the Neanderthal, Mary Seaman, Elizabeth can't say his last name. Oh my gosh. My notes are wrote, can we all just try to say his last name? Right. So I think it's Manganiello. Manganiello. Yeah. You're right. That makes sense. Right. Um, so she can't say it. Like she just never, her whole life. I know where you're she's going known with this family, yep. She's known this family her entire life and she cannot say his last name. And it kind of becomes like a joke throughout the book. So at one point, um, he is, they're having like a funny little argument between the two of them. And she says, first of all, you know, I've never been able to pronounce your last name. <laughs> and he says, if you let me touch your tongue while you tried to say it, I bet we can fix that problem. Uh-huh. And I was like, whoa. You can touch my tongue whenever you want. I mean, right now? Right now? Okay. Nico. Freaking Nico. <sighs> That's one thing I do have to say about Penny Reed. I mean, I enjoy her heroines, but she writes the men really well. She does write the men very well. And, and to the point where they're enjoyable. They're not like overbearing. They're not like totally alpha men. Like they don't make fun of other guys for being like maybe oh, yeah, less no. feminine or right. even more feminine or, you know, whatever. It, it's just. It's, Quinn would be the closest one to that, but not like. And even he, I think he's so detached he's that like he doesn't that. care. He just doesn't care. Yeah. I think he's got tunnel vision for Janie that he doesn't care. 100%. Um, oh my God. In like a way that is annoyingly attractive for me yeah agreed mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. well speaking of um of these characters what would you that are you annoyingly do, attractive yeah what would you uh do a little stunt let's do a little stunt casting okay and, and anybody who doesn't know what stunt casting is you 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 pick celebrities or famous people that you think that you'd picture as these these characters um mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm gonna let you you want to go first you want to pick um I have three. It's really funny because I, not three, I have three characters. I, I, cause I went a little farther and picked um, somebody I thought maybe for Sandra. Tell me. For Sandra, <laughs> I have two, possibly Christina Hendricks or Emma Stone. <gasps> oh, cause they're those both redheads. Good, cause yeah. they're both redheads. Yeah. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. And I can see more, I think well, either one cause they're smart asses and I can see both of them being smart asses. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I love Emma Stone being a smart ass, though. Oh yeah, I mean, I can't put her. I, you know, we're we're going to be coming up with another book where, if I remember correctly, the heroine has reddish hair. I think in the next book, I thought she had I reddish hair. I think so. And I don't remember. I was I trying to, to find redheads that. that were like, you know, thinking about redheads that were would fit. I was like, Emma Stone's not not that character. She's not that character. Like, she's too. Have, she's. I don't know. Like, think about her in in Easy A, she's and still also too... in um, what is the one where she's in with Steve Carell and Ryan Gosling? Um, crazy something love or something. Yes, like crazy that. stupid love or something yeah. like that. But ooh, spank naughty list. Fucking Ryan Reynolds. Oh, see. Oh, wait, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I, it was Ryan Gosling, right? Yes, but Ryan Gosling, like that reminded me of. Oh, gotcha. Because I'm like, I do. I'm sorry, girls. I do not like Ryan Reynolds. You don't He's, see it? No, no, Ryan Reynolds. I'm saying Ryan Gosling. I do not oh, find no, I don't Ryan do that either. I don't care about that. Ryan Reynolds all day long. Oh, two guys are going to pizza place. We've talked about this. All the way from back then. Loved yep. him then. Yep. 
Um, so that's who I have for Sandra. Okay. Now, all right, because of the last name, I think that's why I make this association. <laughs> You're going to the same one I'm going to go for. It. Go for it. <laughs> makes sense. Like Joe Manganiello. Well, and I'm looking at my list because, so there's a guy. Well, also, FYI, if you put in Italian, Italian-American actors, it comes up with... <laughs> It comes with with like Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. I'm like, those don't fit. No, no, no those don't fit. Like Seventy. No, no. Also, it's, Joe Magniello is not Italian. He's not. No, I'm reading. Oh, he, I'm looking at his Latin? IMDb. Oh wait, I'm sorry. He, his father is of Italian descent. Oh, okay. but his mother is German, Austrian, Cro- Croatian, and Armenian. So, so he's like half. he's partially Italian, yeah. but he's not like. Well, there's another guy. His name is Raul Bova. Check him out he's hot i mean and that was the other thing too you have to imagine that nico is built yeah right so mm-hmm. a lot of the people he put in like italian actors which there are many beautiful men but they're not like the same build that you'd imagine because it talks about him being built uh-huh mm-hmm. so that was he's the one not I, scrawny no, no no so that was the one i came it came close to i think what we're you know what we're looking at who would you cast as elizabeth this is the one you're gonna freaking laugh about so i'm gonna put it (laughs) oh i don't know if i can i can't put pictures in the chat can i um oh yes i can i think you'd have to or it says file right there yeah Yeah, but i think it's dropbox because it's 2020 i know right so i'm just gonna tell you 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 had to because i i have it saved into my um and i can't pull it in into my notes and i can't save it so i'm gonna tell you do you remember that show psych yes Maggie Lawson, who played the the lead, the girl detective on that show, for some reason, blonde hair, blue I eyes. I see that. I see that. I was like, I can see this. I mean, she's a little old yeah. now because she, she's older than us, but I can see it. I can see that. Yeah, like her or Heather, um, was it Jennifer Morrison from um, she was on House and Once Upon a Time. I can see oh, something yeah, like that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see she, something like that too. She's because they both got that like girl next door sort of like cute. She's not like gorge, but she's mm-hmm. like very pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to that end, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But Jennifer Lawrence, like she's, I would say, yeah, she's, I mean, I say she's she's really kind of ballsy, but Elizabeth's ballsy. Elizabeth's ballsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I can see it. Yeah, I can see it. Rosa, or Rose, sorry, not Rosa. Um, Rose, I picture as, uh, I can't remember. Like, she's just this sweet old Italian (laughs) actor woman. Like, I just cannot remember her name, but, like, I can see her in my mind. And she's, like, short, and she has black hair, and she's, like, sort of hunched over a little bit. You're not thinking of uh, Andrea, whatever her name is, from My Big Fat Greek Wedding, are you? (laughs) No. <laughs> who, who is it? <laughs> FYI. So there's a really horrible movie. If you want to watch it, um, I sat down and watched it last during the pandemic because what else did anybody have to do? It's called <laughs> Little Italy, starring Emma Roberts and Hayden Christensen as oh two God. Canadian Italians growing up in Chinatown in Ontario or somewhere. And I'm like, for, let's just let's go back here. One, neither of those <laughs> actors are italian both look haggard um hayden christensen had black shoe polish in his hair 
Ooh. And oh, and they both had these like history of lingus. <laughs> <laughs> Which at some point, ladies and gentlemen, we we'll will have be to reading discuss a Mariana Zapata. Zapata. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we could, that's a tome. That's a tome you got to read. That'll take us three hours to get through because her books are like 8,000 oh pages God. long. But they're, they're so good. Oh, they're so great. But it's like, oh my God, War and Peace. What? But um, I think she uses like every one of those words. She writes like Dickens, like she's getting paid by the word. <laughs> uh, God. Lady, these I mean, are going in the, in the daily newspaper. They're so good, though. They are very good. Um, are I'm very thinking good. of Lynn Cohen. That's who I'm thinking for okay, Rose. Yeah. She was Magda in Sex in the City. I never watched Sex in the City, sorry. Oh, but I love this little lady. She's cute. She's adorable. Yes. And she also played Mags in The Hunger Games. Yes. That's where yes. I know her from. So that's what I'm thinking of. That's who I picture for yeah. Rose. I like that. I'm yeah. going to go with Andrea Martin from SCTV, who is actually like um, from some random uh, descent. She's not German, or she's not Italian, nor is she Greek, but she played both of those in my <laughs> big fat Greek wedding and little, little Italy with mm-hmm. Hayden Christensen mm-hmm. and Evan Roberts. There you go. There you go. That's um, some good stunt casting right there. It is. So that's good. Can you explain to our listeners? Uh-huh. my lovely co-host we can, we can about try. a rating system that we're going to have. Okay. So listen, listeners, um, we have <laughs> open your fucking ears. <laughs> we have a two part rating system. One is um, based on eggplants, which <laughs> Sorry. I knew it was coming, but it still made me laugh. You did knew it was. Okay. Um, so based on eggplants, which is like the hotness factor. Um, now, one, it, we're, we're working on a scale of one to five. One we have decided is like a fade to black twilight kind of detail, where like there is no detail. And the scene like, just- We don't see no Edward, Edward Long, Dong. We don't we see do no not. Edward Dong. Yeah. We don't. Um, whereas like five would be like erotica level. Yeah. Like, like you're not reading at work. No, no, you're not. Like, not even on your lunch break at work. Like, it would no. be embarrassing to... Maybe it wouldn't be embarrassed. Who cares? There's no shame here. But, like... No, no. No judgment. I mean, but, I mean, for most people, you just go, like, keep the door closed and the lights off. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. As my... I told Ray this before we started recording. As my author friend told me at one point, um, would someone masturbate to this... <laughs> the scene you just wrote? That would be, like, a level five. Um yeah. And then our other rating system is hearts, which is romance. Yeah. Again, one to five. How um, romantic was it? How romantic? Like, how much are you going to compare your significant other to this, <laughs> to this book boyfriend? Oh, well, you just brought it down on my end. Thank you. I'm a dog. <laughs> how much of my... This is my lovely dog. What? No. Sorry. It's, it's, I love no, you. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. And I'm going right. to I'm, I'm let you go first. I'm going to let you finish. Okay, so... Um, Eggplants. I give it. <laughs> I give it four because um, whenever he starts speaking Italian, oh, oh yeah, holy God, yeah, holy God. I do have to say that that is that is hot. I mean, and that doesn't so have anything with sex. That is just the romance language. Ugh. And <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, having taken Italian and Spanish. Those are some of the sexiest languages on the planet. I mean, I, I love French, but it's all made up. 
I mean, you look at a word, you're like, that looks like coer, coer. No, it's coer. Okay, that sounds great. Fantastic. Italian and Spanish, they could just, you can lean in and be like, oh, I mean, mood. And you're like, I mean, yeah. God, they could say fucking nothing. And you'd yeah. be like, I, I, my pants fell off. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean. Donde esta baño? Which means where's the bathroom? Come yes, on. it does. It does. It does. But like, so to Penny Reed's credit, she also has the Italian translation there. Agreed. Yes, which is so, fantastic. So like, you know, just enjoy the shit out of that. And I'm going to go three. I'm going to go in the nice middle because there weren't, I mean, there were like two, I think, two major Yeah, there weren't that many. uh, No. They weren't. I mean. They were hot, but they weren't like. Maybe like three or something. Yeah. Because there's like right when they get together and then like right after that and then the morning after. And And that's like it. And I'm only giving it three because, I'm giving it three because it's like, and it might be also tinged by what I have been reading recently, which has been more explicit that you're like oh, oh and so this is kind of like oh well this is you know whatever. i mean it's still sexy and still like you know uh, it, 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 you know um a mood but still it's not like it's not like i'm gonna it's not you know overly explicit um yeah right right yeah hearts what are you um, doing that hearts? being said hang on there is so Penny Reed does two versions of the elevator scene. Oh God, that's right. She does an open door elevator scene and a closed door elevator scene. Which is fantastic. Now, I think that's amazing. Good job, Penny Reed, for letting people make, you know, choose their own adventure. <laughs> I read both. Yeah. In my second and my third read throughs, I skipped the closed door elevator scene because why? I skipped it in my first time through. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, my second time through. I think I'd read it the first time through, the second <laughs> time through. I was like, fuck this. I mean, I want to get to the good stuff. Show me that dick. <laughs> I mean, hello. Yeah. But, you know. That was, I, I liked that she did it because I read something. I forget what it was. Maybe it was like in her, um, in like her extra yarns yeah. book, which is like deleted scenes mm-hmm. and, um, and extra things that she wrote after, after the books were finished. Um, whoever read like beta read her first book, Neanderthal Seeks Human. She had like cut out a very explicit, like the first sex scene between Quinn and Janie and cut it down to like the um, Ida um, analogy. Mm -hmm. So it's like her, whoever, whoever read it, like her friend was like, I just think that it would be better without it. And I was like, friend, you're cray. Like, (laughs) So it's to each their own, Yeah, but I mean, you have the option there if you would like. Yeah, And I'm just going to put it out there just so you, those, those who are like, especially since this is a brand new podcast, we are, we are never going to read anything lower than a one. Like I, I know we're never going to read a ro- like a religious romance. We're never going to read. I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm speaking for, I mean, I, and I, I take, I, I walk that back a little bit. We, we talked about possibly reading classical romance, but that's a different, we're talking about like a different time period and that's different. Like reading Jane Austen is a little bit different than reading like Penny Reed right, or yeah, right. reading something like that. Um, but we're never going to read. I don't think we're, I, I don't anticipate us reading young adult. No, no, I, my, that time, that ship has sailed for me. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Um, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, we could say down the line maybe, but I doubt it. Um, but okay. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Amish romance. I'm good. I'm, I'm um, okay with that. I'm like, good. It's not, no, no, no. We'll skip it. Thank you. I mean, because yeah, I mean, in the hallmarks, 
the fade to black at least they've had sex at some point in the book and you're like okay we can get married now that's fine <laughs> but i mean the hallmark the hallmark my god they get they kiss when they tell each other they love you i'm like oh well enjoy teaching him <laughs> I oh ain't nobody got time for that because if it's bad yep. then you're stuck with that so i'd rather it be a healthy relationship for and you know for the, the the heroine and i don't think those are healthy and that's just my own opinion um i like the test drive scenario would you buy a car without test driving it right because you're stuck i mean li- again no judgment if that's how you want to roll that's right. how you roll it's your Agreed. life i don't give a shit like you yeah. do what you want it was just not for me right and, um, and, and we're but we're not going to be reading those books no we will not no because no. and you know what and if though if you are triggered by and i use trigger in the way of like you do not care for explicit love scenes and books don't read along that's You're fine. more than welcome or to listen. Or read the closed elevator scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Without benefits. Exactly. But and I'm actually, gonna... the first book in the series is pretty tame, I think. Yeah, I agreed. 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 She doesn't get super explicit in the first book. Ne- Neanderthal you know, seems really, human. It's really funny. The book that we were just discussing, Lingus, is actually not that explicit for being about a porn star. Right. Yeah. He is a porn star. The I get, well, if we get there, we'll, when we get to Mariana Zapata, we'll talk about it. Um, but the most explicit things about it are actually discussions she has with her friends, not yes. like the yes. sex scenes themselves. Yeah. Yes. Her, her friend with the blow-up doll. Yes. <laughs> her friend with the blow-up doll, but also her friend that marries the other porn star. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, but like, it, yeah, exactly. So like situations that happen and again, like, like you said, there's no judgment. I don't care. You do what you no, do. I don't care. You do you, what you want to do. That is your own thing. We're it just probably not me. going to be doing those just, you right. know, and because at some point, but like, you know what? We are open to suggestions. If you want us we, to read a book, you want us to talk about it? Let us know. We are, we are, but I think we do have some, we have veto rights. I'm just we saying. do. We have some, we have some discretion as to what we decide actually on mm-hmm. at the last one. Anyhow. So hearts. Tell me about hearts. I'm going to go middle. I'm going to go middle with me. I mean, I, I, there is a lot of love, a lot of love, but it's so, it's so hard this being the first one too. It's like, yes. Mm-hmm. I, Cause I'm between, a th- I'm like three and a half to a four because it is like, I think, I, I think I needed a little bit more from her earlier on mm-hmm. i think i needed a little bit more and yeah because she really fought it for a long time she did and all of a sudden she was like a thousand percent in right and i think so that's holding me back because i think on his part it's a five like, from his yeah. point of view it was a five i'm all in he's sweet and i would want a boyfriend like him and fantastic but i think on her end of things it's a three to a four i think overall it's a three to a four um it's it's interesting though for me like that's how I am as a person mm-hmm. where I'm like, eh, until I'm in. And then I'm like a thousand percent in. Yeah. yeah. So like for me, I'm kind of like, I see it and I relate to it. For me, it's like four to a five easily Yeah, because yeah. him and the Italian, um, yeah. but like also like he's just pined away for her for so long. Yeah. Yeah. So which I might mean, be why I've been in therapy since I was like 16 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I can easily say, I would assume that both of us are going to say we recommend it. I mean, we would. Oh, 100%. I, told, um, I love this book. If you haven't read it, I would recommend it. Um, would you mm-hmm. recommend them starting from the beginning? 
I always recommend starting any series from the beginning because yeah. I like that. Like you always get details about characters that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, I would recommend from the beginning, but it could be a standalone. I mean, you could read this without, without knowing what happens in the first Agreed. two books. Well, and I the same way. I read from the beginning. So I read, mm -hmm. I mean, I it's kind of, like I said, I kind of stopped after, after three um, um, with the age difference. Worth but it. Yeah. And I jumped back in for Marriage of Convenience. I jumped back in for that one. Oh, that was um, Kat's book. Yeah. With Dan, Dan Scary the Scary Man. Man. Um, and I'm going to say, honestly, out there, there. Um, so what's the other nice thing about uh, Penny Reed is she has her own world. It's like, an, it's mm -hmm. like the Marvel mm -hmm. MCU, but with Penny Reed, um, mm -hmm. because she has given the rights over to her world to other writers to come in and write stories. Um, not so much in those characters, but like tangential characters in that world. And there have been some really good ones. There have been some really bad ones. Um, and I'm not going to name the bad ones, but the good ones, um, uh, I have to pull it up. There is one that I read that I very much enjoy. There's actually a couple there's um, Ranger da Ranger danger. I believe it's called. Um, and that one was good. That one was based on the um, the Winston Brothers that air that um, that, that 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 universe. Um, I'm trying to look up uh, her website at the same time. I should have looked at this ahead of time. Um, Code of Conduct, the first um, with was very good. Um, yeah, that one was fantastic. Um, it was there was so much in there that was great there was like an international um love it was like he was he was a you know spy or something like that. he worked for mi5 and it was an interracial um love story too which i absolutely adored because you don't see that very often mm -hmm. um and uh that was fantastic i thought it was good um happy trail is good um i think it's love in due time i'm looking to see uh there was one, I don't think that's the one. There was one about, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking really hard to try to figure out which one it is. Um, she also oh, had it is. racial romance in um, Roscoe's book. That's right. The Winston right. Brothers series. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, Crime and Periodicals is the other one that I really liked. Mm -hmm. um, you started and, to her um, Cletus offshoot, right? I did. I haven't finished it yet. It was one of those, I'm feeling it, but I'm not feeling it because right now it's like somebody stole chickens. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Oh, right. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm like, eh, I, I got I a list, man. I got a list that's at the bottom. <laughs> I mean, you're do, you are going back into Jen and Cletus's world, but it's still like, mm -hmm. okay. Okay. You um, do love Cletus. I do. I mean, I don't know why because he sounds like he's probably like, for one, dear listener, I am 5'10", so I'm a tall lady. And I'm assuming Cletus is probably like five seven. <laughs> I don't know. I never thought about it because they're all all the brothers are pretty tall. He seems like he's probably the shortest one though. You know that she has a paper doll series. Like she actually like here's a paper doll book you can buy. Of, oh, of the right. Winston yeah, you brothers. Told me about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know what you do with it. I mean, I of my of the Winston brothers, Bo is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Oh damn, Bo. You know. I think if anything, the the pandemic temp, the pandemic has taught us is beards are sexy, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. trimmed and kept up beards are sexy. Yes, not like ZZ Top bullshit up in here. No beard oil. You need beard, you need beard oil. oil. Yep. Keep that stuff up. Keep it trimmed. We gotta treat keep it trimmed below. You gotta keep it trimmed on your face. <laughs> 
I knew it was coming. <laughs> also what she said. I mean. <laughs> We're those kind of ladies. What? Yeah, we um, are. Welcome well, we... to the podcast. <laughs> Bitches. Um, <laughs> um, oh, so we, so. How, this, how we're hoping um, the podcast will roll is that if you'd like to read along with us, you absolutely can. So we will be introducing the books. Um, we'll be bi-monthly. We will be introducing the books um, as we go along. So it is The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. Um, and if you know anything about the book, it, um, <laughs> it's another enemies to lovers book. Which we totally um, did accidentally. It was totes accident. And then we were like, we cannot choose that trope again for the for the third book. No, because no. shit. And we have a surprise for that one. Um, <laughs> it's not really a surprise. When you can see it, you'd be like, duh. Uh, well, do yeah. um, But um, so there was going to be, I think it's still in the works as a movie going, you know, going forward of uh, The Hating Game. But if you're, you know, I would assume a lot of you probably have already read it, but uh, that's it's the second so good. It's lovely. That is the second book. So we'll be talking about that in a few weeks. Yes. So, well, do we sign off this wonderful experiment that we, you know, we partake in? <laughs> our pandemic experiment? Um, yeah. Yes. We are so grateful you're here. And um, yes. Please. Let's take this journey, journey together. Let's take it together. Yes. Let's take this journey together. Let's walk hand in hand with our wine <laughs> bottles in one hand. Oh, fuck yeah. If you aren't <laughs> drinking, bitches, you need to fill that glass up. I mean, go for it. Yeah. Uh, it's pandemic times. And uh, I, like I've, I, I alluded to earlier, really like dove headfirst into the romance genre during right. the pandemic. Well, and, um, as V said earlier, she and I have been friends for, well, God, how so many? So long. Th- so long now. Shit. And I'm trying to think of like how old I th- am. 13? I think we're 13 years, 13 like 12, years. 13 years. And it hasn't been this last year where we're like, do you Wait, like- Wait, you like romance? It's like, it's like the TikTok video. Are you? Do you? Do you? Are, are you? Really? Really? <laughs> and then it was we just We definitely like- had that text conversation one day where I was like, so I have like a confession. <laughs> she was like, um, I only read romance. <laughs> Yep. I just, I, as I said, I read garbage. That's what I think I said. I read garbage. And together, we have read some garbage this year. Oh, we have. Let me tell you. So we would like, as our gift to you, to spread that garbage to you. <laughs> um, so that's where this all kind of spun out from. And we're happy. I'm excited. This is, this is fun. And I hope we, you find it fun. You guys find it fun. We're having like a good it. time definitely give us suggestions we'd love your feedback if you give us your compliment sandwich what did you love what did you not like and then what did you love again what's your bottom bun give us your favorite quotes go ahead i mean we are on we're on twitter we're on the tiktok (laughs) we We will not be dancing no god no no no. we will not be dancing we might lip sync at some point possibly possibly we'd be good at that there's going to be a lot of liquor involved, but um, we'd like, we'd like, we will say that, um, both Ray and I, um, have some voice experience, so we will not be singing, but no. we might be lip syncing. We might be, we might be and making fun. Or you know what? We just might just be <laughs> talking over other people's, we might duet. We might duet with some TikToks. Maybe we will. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna let you, oh, um, let's sign, we want to sign off. Let's yes. sign off. Thank you so much, everyone, for embarking on this journey with us. As it's been said before, 
Bye. <laughs>